to Hot 97's Street Soldiers, the hottest talk on radio. Hosted by Lisa Evers. I'm so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers on hip-hop culture and criminality. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Follow me on Twitter, at Lisa Evers. Instagram, Lisa Evers Live. And post your your comments on my Instagram page, at Lisa Evers Live. We're going to be putting a picture up in uh, just a moment about what's going on in the studio here behind the scenes. I'm going to try to read as many of your posts on my Instagram page, at Lisa Evers Live, as possible. We're asking the question in this episode of Street Soldiers, is it time for hip-hop to do a reality check? Is this multi-billion dollar culture that was created from the streets now promoting negative stereotypes and criminal behavior? Or have hip-hop artists become easy targets for cops and law enforcement professionals when they make arrests. It's a way for them to get their names out there. It's a way for them to get publicity and a way for them to show that uh, they're doing their job. We're going to take your calls on this at 1-800-223-9797, 1-800-223-9797. And text your family and friends right now. Tell them to tune in on 97.1 FM here in New York and the Tri-State. Or they can listen to the live stream anywhere in the United States on Hot97.com. You can also listen live on the TuneIn or iHeartRadio app on your phone. Now, recent events are driving us to ask the question raised in so many places. What role, if any, does hip-hop play in perpetrating crime, mayhem, and murder as an acceptable lifestyle? Here's some facts. Mayor de Blasio and Police Commissioner Bratton say 2014 here in New York City had the lowest crime rate in recorded history, with the exception of shootings. They say nearly 45% of shootings are gang-related, with a vast majority of victims getting shot, young men of color, between the ages of 18 and 24. Is hip-hop promoting this gang culture, or are artists simply expressing what they see going on around them? And what about hip-hop artists? Don't they have a right to freedom of expression? Are they being blamed for the problems of society that those in power simply don't seem to be able or willing to solve. And what about hip-hop artists like we just saw what happened with Bobby Shmurda? Are they easy targets for members of law enforcement trying to make a name for themselves by going after artists who are really blowing up or artists who are really getting a lot of attention for their careers? Give us a call right now, 1-800-223-9797. That's one 800 9797 on Instagram, at Lisa Evers. Uh, Lisa Evers Live, Twitter at Lisa Evers. And we're going to take uh, your phone calls too at 1 800 9797. That's 1 800 9797. Joining us in studio is Hanif. His Twitter at The Real Hanif. He's a hip hop artist, a gangster rapper from Portland, Oregon. Hanif, thank you so much for being with us. Good morning. Good morning. We appreciate it. Also with us is Sergeant Henry Marrero. He's an active duty police sergeant in New Jersey. Henry, thank you for being with us. Thank you for having me. We appreciate it. Also with us is Pierre Bazile. He is a criminal defense attorney, was an NYPD officer for many years in Harlem. Pierre, thank you so much for being with us. Morning, Lisa. Thanks for having me. We appreciate it. Also with us is Kenneth Montgomery, criminal defense attorney. He's an adjunct professor at Fordham University Law School, former prosecutor, represents the family of Kamani Gray, who was shot and killed by police in Brooklyn, and also now representing Bobby Schmurda. Ken, thank you That's so much correct. for being with us. How are you, Lisa? Good morning. We appreciate it. And uh, 1-800-223-9797. That's 1-800-223-9797. Ken, I want to start with you on mm-hmm. this because you've been involved in these cases and also with Bobby. Uh, first of all, how is Bobby doing um, right now? 
honestly, Bobby is a very strong kid. He reminds me of um, of I grew up in Brownsville as well, uh, Lisa. He reminds me of many of the kids that I grew up with and myself. Um, what I am disappointed about is, and this is stuff that people don't see uh, in, in the papers, I received a fax yesterday uh, in which someone faxed me a, a posting by the captain of West Facility, Mark Silverman, who had very disparaging comments to say about Bobby Schmurter, things that should be against the uh, guidelines of Department of Corrections. This is a correctional officer who had gotten in some trouble himself with the law, but feels the necessity to uh, disparage this young man um, for no reason in social media. Um, this is the person who's charged to protect him while he's inca- incarcerated, given these disparaging comments. But Bobby is doing okay. He's a very strong young man. Um, you, you mentioned some things, and I think... Uh, you know, this show should be longer to address this, but we wish it was. <laughs> follow me on Twitter, <laughs> follow me on Instagram at Lisa Evers Live, and just post that comment if you feel the same way. Uh, clear, we'll show them to our clearly, bosses. Clearly, if you don't, if if you don't. Um, pay attention to history you may miss it but these areas that i grew up in brownsville's the brownsville the east new york's the ferguson's parts of chicago these neighborhoods were uh state and federal federal policies made these neighborhoods they are neighborhoods with bad education unemployment bad health every negative thing you can possibly think of and you put these people here and it's a book by Franz Fanon that I always mention the wretched of the earth and you expect these young men to survive out of this and I worked in law enforcement I know what many of these black and white police officers think of these young kids Um, and now we have this prison culture in which it's sold by corporations just like these young black men and and women brown uh, men and women don't own the boats and planes and the gun stores that uh, that the guns and drugs make to our neighborhood we don't own the outlets in which the media is sold the song i love the coco Believe it or not, it's some old white guys with button-up shirts sitting in a room just like this deciding whether that song should go. And no one wants to talk about that. No one wants to talk about... No, we're talk- we want to you know, talk about everything listen, right listen, now. Listen, Jay-Z, who we all, everyone loves, and I always talk about this, uh, he created a paradigm where if you're a young kid, you think you can go get an eight ball and figure it out and do your music thing and be okay. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying anything about it. But that paradigm has been set and there's no perspective on it. So, you know, what's going on is these kids, are they made scapegoats in certain areas? Absolutely. Uh, Is the problem bigger than them? Absolutely. But at some point in our communities, do we have to stand up and shut our eyes to pop culture and some of the poison that they're issuing us? Absolutely. All right, let me bring in Hanif here, who's an artist from uh, Oregon. Hanif, when you look at what's happening, what, what's your perspective on this? And you describe yourself as a gangster rapper. Uh, I describe myself as a gangster rapper because, you know, I really came from the streets. And, um, you know, as long as when you talk about gangster rap, a lot of times people mistake the form for the substance. So, you know, like NWA, F the police, it's not about the police. It's about speaking about a condition that wasn't being spoken about in the mainstream media, giving voice to the voiceless. As long as you're doing something in that fashion, you're going to be treated like a gangster or outlaw because, you know, that's not what they want. Um, As far as what's going on, I think that all artists have the right, the artistic license to say whatever they want and express themselves. You know, I think that... um, You can't, uh, the problem with the police and the community in general existed before hip hop, so you can't blame the hip hop artists for that. But at the same time, my problem with the conversation and how it's being framed is that the ideas that, um, 
hip hop artists a lot of times, not all of us, but a lot of times are reinforcing um, a lot of racist stereotypes. It's not mutually exclusive with the idea of the, the fact that the police are doing their job in a discriminatory fashion. Henry, what do you think about this this whole issue? Does does hip hop portray young men of color in a certain way that infiltrates the minds of police? Well, I'll tell you what, hip hop in itself, you know, started back in 1970 with Cool Herc and the whole crew um, uh, in the Ghetto Brothers and all that good stuff. But it, again, hip hop, you have the voice. Hip hop, the people have the voice of Bobby Schmurder, uh, Hanif. These gentlemen all have a voice right now. And instead of portraying the gangster end of it where, where you're, 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 you know, shooting people up or whatever it is that you're doing or you're robbing your own people, you could actually just try to sometimes bring the reality to it. Not everybody gets out of the ghetto because they can actually sing or rap or bring it to the table. You understand? So, so. For me, in my perspective as a law enforcement officer, I don't see anybody as black or white. You know what I'm saying? We all bleed red. You understand? So I, I look at it like we're all human beings. Um, and I love rap. I, I grew up with rap, and that's my thing. Um, I think that hip-hop culture has the ear of the streets, okay? And they could bring, they could bring peace to the community. And that's what, like, like, for myself, I could bring all my brothers to the table in law enforcement and, and try to communicate. And, and, you know, nobody knows what I do. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, they don't know if I pop bottles out there on my own. You understand? Like, we also are human. And we also like to chill and relax and have a good time in life. But we don't want to portray the fact that we're racist or, or we're out there trying to c- cause harm to everybody else. All right. Pierre Brazil, you were on both sides of the law in the sense of being a police officer and now defending people who are charged with crimes. Is it fair? Do, do you think people are placing too much of a burden on hip hop to kind of right the wrongs of society when you look at American culture and you look at our popular co- entertainment with video games, with television, with movies? It is all about crime. It is all about gang. It's all, it's all about that kind of lifestyle. Yeah, but it's completely overblown to blame criminal behavior on a musical genre. If you look at it historically, in the 80s, they were blaming suicides on heavy metal music. In the 50s, they were blaming rock and roll music for uh, promiscuity. It's a musical genre. It doesn't control people. There certainly are artists out there who might glorify criminal behavior. But you got to understand... I don't think they're out there pulling stick-ups and pulling homicides. They're portraying characters a lot. When you look at somebody like Ice-T, back in the day, Ice-T used to have some of the most violent lyrics ever. And I remember in my days as a cop, I met Ice-T twice, and he's a complete gentleman. He's not a guy who goes out shooting people. He's just portraying a character. Same of Ice Cube, same of Dr. Dre. Back in the days, they were out there talking about F the police. They were talking about pulling homicides. I doubt either one of them has ever actually pulled a homicide in their entire life. Hip-hop is not responsible for criminal behavior. What's responsible for criminal behavior, as Ken pointed out, is poverty, is lack of education, lack of economic opportunity. And rather than blaming hip-hop, people should be looking at those causes and trying to find a way to remedy those situations. Like, I guarantee you, if you went in the Upper East Side or you went down to Wall Street and you took all those hedge fund uh, profits from these guys and you put these uh, most white Americans in a, a very precarious position where they didn't have much Let's watch what they would do. And and that's the sad fact is that no one wants to. It's like we look at this thing in a vacuum. Of course, you know, the you know, unfortunately, our kids are sold this premise that they have a better chance of becoming a rapper or a basketball player or athlete. Or nowadays, you just become some Instagram famous 
uh, foolish guy and, and be okay. But you have a better chance of being a physicist or a scientist. But we don't want to talk about that because I think it's in society's interest to keep these kids To keep a certain, a certain segment of society marginalized. Let's go to the phones. 1-800-223-9797. You're listening to Hot 97 Street Soldiers. Lisa Evers on the gram at Lisa Evers Live. You can post your comments right there. Twitter at Lisa Evers. And let's go right now to uh, Alex from New Jersey. Alex, hi. You're on Hot 97. Hey, how's it going? Good morning, everybody. Good morning. First and foremost, most respect to everyone, especially Miss Evers. Thank you. Um, hey, can just a quick uh, side note on uh, some of your comments I heard. Uh, I feel like you're trying to make too many excuses for marginalized people. Um, okay, fine. Wait, 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 Alex, what'd you, Alex, what'd you, the phone's a little uh, foggy. You said too many excuses for what kind of people? I said, I, I said I think he's, making, he's trying to make more excuses than they need for marginalized people. Um, as you guys know, 80% of people in ghettos or uh, some, some state of uh, urban development are African-American. Um, listening to music like Meek Mill, for instance, uh, if you read about that murder game, uh, lines like this, or uh, Jay-Z, I used to move snowflakes by the OZ. Um, you guys don't think that this type of um, this vernacular is, is promoting a certain type of gang lifestyle? I don't think you understood what I said. I said clearly there's an interest to pump that kind of music. You have groups like Outcasts who come from the street and speak street vernacular, but also speak uplifting stuff. You had guys in the 90s like the um, Nas and the Mob Deeps and the MOPs and the Smith and Wessons and the Gangstars. They spoke of street stuff, but they also gave a perspective on it. The, the is a fine line in giving a context of what's going on and promoting it. And clearly you misinterpreted what i said because i said our youth should turn it back to all that mainstream culture stuff because it's pretty much dictated by people who are not from their community so maybe i wasn't clear enough okay alex let me let another guest respond just here. addressing that i mean do, do we look at mafia movies or crime movies and blame those movies for criminal behavior no the film doesn't cause criminal behavior it's just portraying it this music doesn't cause behavior it's just portraying it. I don't think the vast majority of hip-hop artists, even if they do produce violent lyrics, are actually out there engaging in criminal activity. There might be a couple, but you can't paint the whole genre. Or they like to portray sometimes that they formerly were in that lifestyle. But Alex, i got to move on. Thank you very, very much for the call. Sergeant Henry Marrero, but what about in terms of making it seem as if this kind of behavior is okay? Well, that's that's what I was trying to portray, uh, talk about before. It's like, okay, they were, let's say they were in the ghetto. That's where they came from, okay? And they got out of there because they had some skills. You understand? So now they have the, the ear of the community. And, what you know, of course you could portray that you know, if you sold OZs and all that, by, you know, by the pounds, whatever it is that you did, you have to bring it back now to reality and sit down and say, you know what? Now we could, you know, bring our communities, like he said, maybe get them some work, maybe get them some health care, maybe like bring the good things that you have now okay because not everybody's going to get out of the ghetto it, it, it's it's reality you know what i'm saying but you got to hustle yourself you know what i mean and it's your parents it's your upbringing it's what you believe in like if you want to get out of there you got to get out of there you will do it and that's that that's you know the, the hip-hop culture needs to bring that to the kids of the street you know like my brother's out there doing you know he, he did a lot of time he just came out he's on the street right now i still got to back him up and support him and help him to bring light to to you know to reality of what, what's going on in the, in the world out on the street you know what i mean honey 
beef? What about that? I think that there is a such thing as um, being a sellout, you know, and I think that even <laughs> though we didn't create these contexts and these realities, there we have to accept the fact that we are that we can reinforce them because, um, you know, to say that we don't have voices or, or 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 to say that you know our behavior as individuals or as a community can't. Um, play a play a, a effect on the resultant realities that we live through is to surrender is to, is to concede a position of superiority to the dominant culture of racial oppression you understand what i'm saying so like no i don't <laughs> i feel like i got a little lost i there. feel like there's a there's like for instance you got rappers who would talk about killing everybody you're saying they're saying that they have no power if, 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 if you if, accept if, that if, argument if we're, if we're gonna sit here and act like th- th- it's again it's the mutually exclusive idea f- way in which the conversation is being presented that it's either the police or it's either the the rappers and like you know there's a lot of the or the corporations like but every time there's some clown black dude talking about killing his own people the corporations are sponsoring it but yeah. they have to find some fool from the ghetto <laughs> but nobody's put putting a gun dirty. to that person's head to do that that music. absolutely they're getting a profit off of, off of talking about the life that i used to live they're making a profit off of that and then they're going in and writing these raps about killing everybody and selling all this dope selling crack and we don't even sell crack anymore in the ghetto and they live somewhere in the beverly well, hills back, we dealing with we dealing with gentrification we ain't dealing with selling crack and drive by it's 2014 so these cats got to stop faking it you know what i'm saying a hip-hop culture the, the, the difference between the mafia movies is that those people have politicians, political leaders, the rappers, where I'm from, in the ghetto, where I'm from, in the real streets, not the rap streets, they are our philosophers, they are our teachers, they are our leaders, they are our theologists, and they teach us and define what masculinity is. We don't even have fathers where I come from. So these rappers have a voice and when they try to deny that their voice has some effect, they're disempowering us and removing us and making us subjects in a dynamic of oppression. And that's what Kendrick Lamar was talking about in that interview. People have to stop being subjects in a dynamic of racial oppression. We have to empower ourselves and realize that we have just as much power as the cop with a gun does. All right, there it is. Let's go to Malik from uh, Brooklyn right now. Malik, how you on Hot 97? Go right ahead. Um, I have to kind of agree with what he's saying right now, but at the end of the day, when you look at it, it comes down to choice. We can watch these rappers, we can watch all these entertainers, we can watch these movies. At the end of the day, it's a choice. I'm from East New York. My father was the president of the Center for Precinct Council for 25 years. I've dealt with police. I've dealt with the military being in, 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 in the Army. At the end of the day, it, it's up to us as parents, us as fathers, us as, you know, mothers to teach our children. The problem is, is that kids nowadays and society nowadays is run by the Internet, is run by social media, is run by the news. So rather than... And world star hip-hop. As, yeah. <laughs> and hip-hop. So rather than us as I'm parents... I'm just saying, the truth. You're not wrong. He's absolutely rather right. Rather than us as parents sit down with our kids and be like, well, this is how... Well, this is what's how it's supposed to be. We're sitting in front of televisions. We're sitting in front of computers and letting them do... Learn from there. He's absolutely so right. So this is all they know. I just agree with that. He's and, right. And, and all right, I, what about that? Ken? He's, he's yeah. right, because yeah. you, need a, you need a community of caring people, men and women, to offset the purposive distractions that are given to our children. And unfortunately, there's a sort of a mental psyche going on in our neighborhoods where being smart, critically thinking ain't cool. So now, like like Hanif just mentioned, when you have artists like a like a Kendrick who comes to the table um, and he's he's run into some some criticisms of recent for some things that he said with Azalea Banks and some other other rappers. But when you have some rappers like that, People say, ah, oh, he's 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 a weirdo. He's a weirdo. He ain't talking that street. Blah 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 blah. Because he's not conforming to what people conforming. think he should be Bring saying. But, but, the, but at the same time, but he, as an artist, you're supposed to be true. I would think you would want to be I, true I get to yourself. That, but but what I'm saying is, from voice. a cultural, mental standpoint, we have to 
condition ourselves to be more critically thinking and to help help hold everyone responsible. Okay, hold I got, I got, you're talking about critical thinking. I got to bring in the People Scholar, aka Dr. Boyce Watkins. Um, you can find out more about him on Dr. Boyce Watkins, uh, Boyce and yourblackworld.net. He's a financial expert, social commentator, been with us on Street Soldiers many times, scholar in residence at Syracuse University. Dr. Watkins, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, thank you for having me. Now, do you think rap is being blamed and being made the scapegoat for a lot of the things that are going on in our streets and in our communities right now? I, I don't think that rap is being blamed. I think that rap and hip-hop are beautiful art forms uh, that have been bastardized uh, by corporate interests, that have used them as um, as weapons for uh, psychological genocide, if you will. Uh, if you listen to most of the messages that are that are promoted primarily through um, a lot of commercialized radio, uh, most of the time the messages are very, very self-destructive. Um, any good psychologist will tell you that if you are constantly repeating mantras in your head over and over that uh, that in, that are encouraging death, uh, destruction, alcoholism, uh, excessive womanizing, disrespect for women, etc., uh, those are going to be those things are going to be incorporated into a young person's uh, mindset. So uh, I think that we have to make sure that uh, just the same way you deal with terrorism, you, you can't really talk about uh, all of the Muslim community and all of Islam and talk about terrorism. You have to separate the two, and I think that to some extent certain uh aspects of hip-hop have become terrorists of a genre that was meant to be beautiful meant to be empowering it was meant to tell you to fight the power not go kill another black man and i think that's where we have to really make sure we sort things out in, in terms of in terms of what you see happening with law enforcement and hip-hop and some of these cases around the country do you think they're targeting hip-hop artists in some cases because they're easy you know they get headlines Absolutely, absolutely. I, you know, when I think about, uh, you know, Bobby Schmurter, for example, I, I feel so bad for that poor kid because I think that the executives at, at Epic Records, they know the implications of the messages that he's putting out to people. They know that it's going to draw a certain kind of energy uh, that's maybe going to require him to possibly have to have a weapon to protect himself from all the people that you attract when you're constantly presenting yourself as that's the king of the hill it. and all this other stuff. I mean, uh, remember, I remember when I was on, quite frankly, with Stephen A. Smith a few years ago with Method Man, and we were talking about Tupac's death. And, and one thing that he, he said to me that really stuck with me was he said, Part of the reason that Pac had to act out the way he did was because he said, when you're on top, everybody's always coming at you. So, uh, personally, I think that if, if Bobby Shmurda were my son, I would be very upset with these executives at Epic Records who could have easily taken his talent and said, you know what, you are a brilliant artist, but we're not going to have you promoting gun violence. We're going to have you promote something else that still gives you street cred, but at the same time is not going to really put you in a situation that might land you or other people in prison. Uh, okay. And I think that's where I respond. That's not where he comes from. Yeah. So he's, he's just telling you. He, he's just <laughs> telling you where he's from, and he's bringing it to the table. And if somebody in corporate America gives him the opportunity to express himself, he's going to do that. Uh, on so, top of so, all else, uh, if uh, I may uh, interrupt, yeah, it's about choice. You can listen to a song about, from a guy who talks about shooting somebody. That doesn't tell you to go out and buy a gun and shoot, shoot somebody yourself. Okay, okay, but increasingly, increasingly, and there's cases. There's a case now going before the Supreme Court. We've talked about it with New Jersey. There've been cases mm-hmm. here Using in New lyrics. York City. I've tried. Using from Helter Skelter was charged with a, a, a attempted murder. Very serious crime. Could have spent 25 years in his life for his lyrics. <laughs> we just saw well, Rod Diggs. the shooting Rod and Diggs. the lyrics. I tried him. It was an acquittal before Judge Goldberg and, and Brooklyn Supreme Court years ago, and they tried. Um, they're going to try. 
unfortunately, you know, you have district well, if you attorney. put it on paper and something yeah, happens, yeah, that's the thing. That's you know the thing. But if, if, if somebody you just, acts upon you're your calling words. out specific street corners, if you're, you're calling, calling out specific, specific stuff where they can, sets, where they can yes, attach yes. to like a DD5 in an ME's report, you're going to have issues. Yeah, if your lyrics are very specific, you're kind of confessing. See, that's not gangsters. Gangsters keep their mouth quiet. These dudes is faking. I don't know. There's a lot of chatter on chat. I mean, there's maybe on the West Coast, but let me tell you what's happening here in New York and in Brooklyn. Let it be known. They're like all over social nah, media you know and all kind of postings. They, they don't make it gangster. They Instagram a body in Newark to show that they did the hit. That's what's going on here. Yeah, that's, that's how that, crazy that, that's it is called here. being that a will? clown. I, I done been to prison. I'm telling you right now. If, if you well, if you if you if you grew up where I'm from, right? if you grew up where I'm from, you got big homies that been to prison and they tell you to keep your mouth shut. shut. The first thing you learn in the set is silence and secrecy. I don't know where these dudes are. Okay, let's just, let's just, there's yeah. just different, there, but there are different aspects of street yeah, culture. There's clowns and there's and different codes and different codes. <laughs> there's clowns and there's gangsters. <laughs> what, whatever you, know you know want to call them. Uh, boys, let me, just say, let me just ask you this because you, you're talking about the record labels, you're talking about the artists, you're talking about what they're doing. And here we see Bobby Schmurder with the top, you know, one of the, the hottest records in the country. His career just totally blowing up. He's still locked down because the record, record company hasn't coughed up cash to, to bail him out. Get him out. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and from a, and, 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 and I'm just saying, Lisa, from a, I, I just tell people, give us a call. Think Pardon about me? it. I, if you're a, if you're a white you. guy in a suit who put out this song, right? Right. And you've benefited from it, and the song has made money. What's more of a headache for you to collect that money while that artist is locked down, or to get that artist out? And have them out where you have but, but to with be the accountable. Point, with that point being said, right? right? All this money that everybody rappers are talking about, right? What's the bail? A million dollars? Two million have, uh, dollars. Two million, two million dollar bail. Okay. So what's that? Two hundred thousand dollar bond? Yeah, what is that? Maybe, maybe two hundred thousand dollars. Maybe two hundred thousand dollars. Ten percent. Two hundred thousand dollars. Two hundred thousand dollars. But his people can't come up with two hundred thousand dollars either. So like he's portraying this gangster, like he has all this money, all this. No, but let me say this: no, it's no, bigger than I'm that. Saying, no, no. But what I'm saying is also, you know what I mean? If you're talking about a two million dollar bond and you you gangster and you're making all that kind of loot. Then you should be able to. Put yeah, up but that here's cash. here's the but thing: when you're a judge to put a surety, you're, you're you get a surety bond, you get you're a surety on a long credit leash. There's a lot of other issues that come into yes, play. I you agree. may have the money, and you they still may make it difficult for you to come out because yes, they're going to want to know where the money right. comes right. from. You got to submit to surety here. Surety demonstrates It's not like in the movies, just walking in there with a bag of cash and bail people. You got to show where the money came from, etc. All right, let me let me not get off the track. Let's go to Dr. Watkins. Can you stay with us, or do you have to run? No, I can stay. Okay, Absolutely. great. Let's go to uh, Malika from Staten Island. Malika, hi, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Hi, thank you so much for allowing me to call in. I just wanted to say what was on my mind really briefly. I don't mean to take up too much of your time, but I'm really so ready to see hip-hop become responsible for this uh, poisonous content that they're leaking out in the street. And I think that uh, we need to be... We need to grow up and be real about what is going on and what um, we're out here making happen with our music and our voices. Our voices are the most powerful things that we're well, hip-hop that we is have. Big. This and is And we're just killing each other, literally. We're killing each other um, with our music. Um, let's be real. Again, you know, I'm most times when an artist and, puts and out a song, okay, we, we, that could be a message. I'm getting the evil guy. Hold on. That could be, look, I got a hit out on somebody, and I'm going to put this record out. And whoever is involved with that artist personally on a personal intimate level or whatever yes, your the world is out on the street, they understand that's a hit. And hip-hop, for me, you know, as a Christian woman, I just see it as oh. a tool of the Antichrist because truth be told, 
It's putting us in prison. You know, it's it's killing Trump's us. Not putting us and in it's prison. creating Stop this culture that is completely destructive. And, um, and, and it's yeah, a degenerate it culture. And I just would like to see a change. You can't say that this is a play play, that we're characters in a wild, wild west, and this is just some type of movie. Really and truly, this is something that's playing out on world star hip hop. This is something that's playing out on Instagram. It's something that's playing out on Facebook, in our lives, in our homes, in our communities. And then when we're done with all the destruction, we laugh and we say, oh, it was a hip hop song. It was Jay Z. It's man, the life. Are you a parent? Okay. The life are you a parent? So the whole life sound is changed. That's my point. Mind, and thank right? you so much for having me. Yeah, all right, right Malika, we're going to bring up some of your points because you're, you're, you're talking about using the actual lyrics to like throw code on the streets, <laughs> to order hits, that type of thing i'm going to pick that up with our guests i want to thank you um we need to, tj is looking at me giving me that you better take a break right the now the message Look. is still relevant okay no we're going to talk about that um right after a short break snoop and diddy taking over new york february 12th you know what that is all-star weekend coming to new york inside the theater at madison square garden it's the tip-off Starring Puff Daddy, Snoop, and Friends. Log on to Ticketmaster.com to purchase your tickets. Hosted by Ebro in the Morning with Funk Flex, DJ Enough, and DJ Camillo. Made hot for you by Delarusso Laser Vision. Call 1-800-I-CARE and get your Hot 97 special. And as we go into the break, I want to wish a very special birthday to my nephew, AJ Forevers. That's the name he is on Twitter and uh, on SoundCloud and Instagram. He's a miracle baby, survived open heart surgery when he was just four wow. months old. Now he's a young man Absolutely. out there working a couple of jobs, doing his music at night out there in the Midwest. Maybe Hanif has some uh, <laughs> advice for him. And uh, at night working on that music. So, AJ, I want to wish you a very, very happy birthday. We love you so, so much. So much. I'm going to play a little clip from one of your songs called Current State. Here it is. Set in the vessel descended by God, writing a lot with the dead end job. Everybody's well off in riches. I fell off in something garages. I can't resort to moral support while homies have well internships. Today I can't afford shorts. Tomorrow it's going to be health insurance. Knowledgeable kid with the logic and the wit. Beat the beast again like a Rawlings Smith. I chose to dip me up my interest in doing shows in the city as a kid just to get by. My current state at a stagnant pace Of currencies and conversion rates Has me searching for a place The doors my diploma opened Are already closing in Nowhere to go in I sense that my opponent's gonna win I don't even know what the fuck it is That I'm aiming with All I know is the system That's watching us is dangerous Laura, you uh, spent the first holiday in a long time with your mother and your father and your sisters and everyone, everyone all in the same room. Yes. So when I get there, I tell my mom, I just started this 40-day reset diet, and I'm really excited about it. Um, I already lost six pounds. I mm. need your support. So my mom starts getting fussy. Next thing you know, she starts getting emotional. And then my dad's like, why don't you just eat the food? Just eat the food. But it, I'm, I feel good, guys. I've never really committed to anything, so I want to start off. Yeah, including a boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little dysfunction, a lot of fun. Ebro in the morning with Laura Styles and Rosenberg. Hot 97. With a Sam's Club membership, you get incredible savings every time you shop. For a limited time, Sam's Club members get a savings book with more than $3,000 in extra savings. Get prepped for a party with popular game time favorites that will please any size crowd, like Tyson Buffalo Wings, Pepsi, Hefty Supreme Paper Plates, and DiGiorno's Pizza. Go to Sam'sClub.com to check out the full selection of instant savings offers. Join and save. Sam's Club. Life is better when you're in the club. See club for details. Some daily routines are good. Time to hit the gym. Some aren't so good. Time to hit the buffet. 
Walmart has everything you need for the good kind, like one-a-day vitamins, 65-count 50-plus, or 70-count Vitacraves, each only $6.97, and 10-count airborne dual-action effervescent tablets for just $10.97. Time to hit Walmart. Exactly. Save money on the little things that make a big difference. Start strong. Save big. Walmart. Humans, gather round. Today is a new day with kids to inspire, rules to bend, jokes to tell, smiles to crack, songs to sing, and before all of that, rich, smooth McCafe coffee to love. Because starting your day with a little lovin' is always the right choice. The best things begin with the little things. Love every day to the fullest with the smooth, rich, freshly brewed taste of McCafe coffee for just $1 in any size, only at McDonald's. A la carte only. Prices and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Remember breakfast? No. What's that? Once upon a time, people ate food in the morning. Before work? Yes. They journeyed to a land with golden arches and had fresh eggs and bacon. I think I remember bacon. Let's find these golden arches and have this breakfast. On the way, I'll tell you about vacations. My great uncle had one of those. With McDonald's, the breakfast you love is always a reality. And now get two sausage McMuffin with egg sandwiches for just $3. See store for details. For a limited time, prices and participation may vary. Yeah, you know what it is. Call King Funk Flex. I'm here to tell you that Sansone Automall is having a massive sale on the entire inventory. That's $5,000 off dealer posted price on all makes and models. The Tri-State Volume Leader is 40 acres big. 10 major brands, over 4,000 vehicles. And if you have a job, Sansone guarantees approval. For over 50 years, Sansone Automall and SansoneAuto.com. Big, bold, never undersold. I'm sure people buy cars elsewhere. I just don't know why. Earnings vary based on your effort. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in New York and New Jersey? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Stan Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the New York and New Jersey area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. New York and New Jersey are perfect markets for my system. And next week, I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's Workshop, call 1-800-287-7502. Seating is extremely limited. Call in the next 10 minutes and you'll also reserve a free copy of Than's Money for Deals Guide. That's 1-800-287-7502. That's 1-800-287-7502. Just in time to beat the ice-cold weather, Foreman Mills, manufacturers and distributors of fashions for the entire family, is totally clearing out $31 million of designer winter clothing. Parkas, down jackets, bubble coats, vests, 10 bucks. Fur-trimmed sweaters, leggings, boots, designer tops, 5 bucks. Thermals, hoodies, long-sleeve polos, name brand, activewear, below cost, 3 bucks at Foreman Mills. No holdbacks, no rain checks. Hurry. Foreman Mills! Hey, it's DJNF. 2015 is the perfect time to visit my friends over at Della Russo Laser Vision. I've shared my story with you before. I got LASIK myself, and I'm experiencing incredible results. Give my friends a call right now at 1-800-I-CARE. Really see in this new year with Della Russo Laser Vision. What up? This is Trey Songz and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, real people only on Hot 97. Ooh, nah, nah. Thank you, Trey, for that. We appreciate it. I'm Lisa Evers, your host for Hot 97 Street Soldiers. We're talking about hip-hop and criminality. Is there a connection or... 
are certain law enforcement types trying to make a connection to make a name for themselves. 1-800-223-9797. That's 1-800-223-9797. Joining us in studio, hip-hop uh, hip artist Hanif at The Real Hanif. He's from Portland, Oregon, West Coast. Sergeant Henry Marrero, active duty police sergeant. Also with us is Pierre Bazile, former NYPD officer, now a criminal defense attorney. And uh, criminal defense attorney Kenneth Montgomery, adjunct professor at Fordham University Law School, currently representing Bobby Schmurda, and on the phone, the one and only Dr. Boyce Watkins, who is a scholar in residence at Syracuse University. Check out his website, BoyceWatkins.com, and check out the articles on YourBlackWorld.net. Hanif, you're saying that we're talking about we're talking about this kind of like in the wrong way. We got this whole idea of presenting the argument like who's it blame? Like it's one side or the other, you know? When they say like the rappers are being manipulated by the corporations, that's 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 that conversation is ten years old. Now it's independent. These rappers are corporations. These rappers work for corporations. So when they're talking about are the police creating the problem, are the rappers, the dude, the police is killing innocent people. The rappers are selling dope to my auntie, got her losing her kids. The dudes is asking me, are you lost when I get off the train in Brownsville when it's a white dude across the street riding a unicycle? You know what I'm saying? They all in the same box. It ain't black or white. It ain't cops and civilians. It's real and fake. If you out here creating problems, and you out here creating problems. You know what I'm saying? We a new generation of thinkers. We ain't looking at it like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, this person's to blame. That person's to blame. Either you out here doing something positive in the streets, doing something real for the community, or you ain't. And you could be in any capacity doing that. You could be a rapper. You could be a judge. You could be a cop. If you phony, then you phony. And if you blame the police, and if you're wrong, you're doing wrong. You don't get me wrong. Don't, don't get me wrong. wrong. You're doing wrong. No, you we have a, but, 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 but don't get me. But don't get me wrong. We all know the police are racist. We all know there's facts that show that the police are, are doing their job in a discriminatory fashion. Let's not dance around that. But that's existed before. But let's that. bring everybody up to speed. In 2015, there've been tremendous improvements in New York City, despite some of the big cases that have happened here in the past year. The complaints against police are down 11 percent. The police department well, I, is more I'm diverse see, than ever say before. I'm a former prosecutor. I know what goes down in SAC but the stop and frisk is way down we don't know what it is because them suits when they put on them white suits and gold say. bars and they go to one police plaza you don't know what they're talking about they, they, this is all stats we have no idea I do know we in our neighborhoods Brownsville still looks the same when, it, when I went there so you know what's the statistics when somebody starts throwing statistics around my antennas go up I think the paradigm that well, we, we use the statistics when I'm we're saying, talking the, about the stop but, and frisk numbers it's all about money it's all about federal money going here going there and, and it's it's a very uh, it's, it's layered you know what they also you're right, talking about the top brass right top brass does not know what's going on down at the street. lower level absolutely so what not. I'm trying to well, tell let's you have, is let's, let's invite some of the police officers well, that are out there yeah, well, what I'm on trying the streets to yeah let me address the pressure that you get from the top to call in at 1-800-223-9797 alright let me just bring in Dr. Boyce Watkins here Dr. Watkins? Yes. So in, in terms of the argument, Hanif just said that it's it's not about who you are, what color you are. It's about whether you're for peace and justice and nonviolence or am I I didn't say right? nonviolence. It's like if you out here shooting people yeah. and killing well, people, well, you're in the on. same box as the I, cops. I, 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 you're shooting people that, and killing people. Um, I, I do. I want you to I, jump I, in, please. I, I think that we have to understand that we live in a country that was built on a 400-year infrastructure of racial differentials. White racial nationalistic. Equality. So let's let's just be real. I mean... You know, when I'm, but I'm in, uh, I live on the south side of Chicago. And, you know, even though it is about right and wrong to a point, you notice that in brown and black communities, uh, you know, there's been an infestation of drugs and guns 
The educational system has been depleted. Red the line. jobs have been taken out. And there are certain kinds of music like drill hop and whatnot that are being promoted by corporations. I mean, Chief Keith did not become big by himself. He did not yeah. become a corporation. Uh, the public was given millions of dollars to promote a message that has literally led to numerous homicides right down the street from where I live. So anybody who tries to say that this is not a race issue probably needs to really understand the essence of racial inequality. When we tried to protest to get gun manufacturers to stop delivering their guns to our children, they were, we received death okay, threats when, from people who were making not, money. Okay, he's responding to what I said. Let me just say something, man. Just Again, the ideas are not mutually exclusive. Because the issue is informed by race does not mean that it is dominated by race and that it is a racial paradigm. exclusively that. Reality of racial inequality is a resultant consequence of predatory economics and the American infrastructure of capitalism that exists in this society. They did not go and take slaves from Africa because they hated black people. They took slaves from Africa because they, because they wanted free labor. Okay, well, the, the racism, came really racism was used to though. justify that. And what we're dealing with now is the consequence of that. But the problem with a lot of black people is that we don't understand economics and we don't understand capitalism. And if you don't own anything in your community and you are not a shareholder in a corporation, you do not. Well, get we keep a say. coming back to this uh, economic issue. Let's bring in Stephanie from New Jersey. Stephanie, hi, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Hi. Um, yeah, I just wanted to say how I grew up in the suburbs. I'm from a very, like, white town, you know, and the hip-hop music, it still affects, like, our town in the way that, um, the way that a lot of the men perceive women and based off these lyrics and based off the everything. They think that it's okay to downgrade women and to, you know, they base them, their lives off these lyrics and stuff, and it's just, uh, you could see the change in society. You, in you're saying that it, it has an effect. You know what, and Stephanie, we are going to get to that whole issue about uh, how w- women are portrayed, too. Let me, go, let me go out to the bricks here. Let's go to Newark. Uh, let's go to Price. You know we're out in Newark a lot. Price, Price what's going on in Newark? I'm actually from the Bronx. I'm out in Newark right now. But I just wanted to comment that we can't start holding people accountable for their preference. Everybody has a preference. We must start locking people up because they like chocolate. We can't. We can't do that. If you like hip hop and you like gangster music, you like gangster music. If you like, if you like conscious music, you like conscious music. Everybody has to have their own individuality, and we have to learn to respect everybody's opinion and preferences. Now, I'm not saying that we don't have to take responsibility and make better decisions as an individual. But we can't say that we're going to lock up Steven Spielberg because he made a violent movie. We can't, we can't hold people accountable for entertainment. This is entertainment. It's not entertainment. Okay, okay. No, I just wait, wait. That being said, can I, 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 I get Okay, okay Price. Okay, okay, Price, I got to let the... I gotta let the I, Wait, time out, babe. I gotta let the I gotta let the panel respond. I gotta let the panel respond because I got one eye on the clock and I yeah, like that's the way it's going. Corporations, okay, right? Everybody's talking about the corporations and 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 they're promoting it and they get. But now, like Jay Z is a corporation, right? Isn't he? Well, once you become a multi, I'm just saying, isn't he a corporation? Absolutely, now? A corporation brand, has employees. Rappers are employees of the corporation. It's yeah. not about because you're a rapper, you get a pass to do a bunch of stupidity. That's what I'm talking about. You work so for the corporations too. We ain't fooled by that. But the economic, the economic power. I think the power. The point is that that there are artists that have a tremendous amount of economic That's, power. No, no, right no, no, no. I'll say this. Even they more have, powerful no, no, than your artists, no, no, I disagree. Voice. There are artists who have a That's platform and we have to get out of the habit of thinking because you have a platform, you are thus a leader. Just because you are a platform no, yeah, and you're popular, I, I, I that does not make you a leadership. That paradigm is false. That's a false paradigm. These guys don't have economic power because it's in their best interest to do what their brand says. 
And if their brand and corporation says go this way, that's exactly. the way they're going to go. If their they brand no says idea. don't show up to a Trayvon Martin well, or an they, Eric like Garner said, March. They got to think about their brand. All right, and, and there think it about is. how relevant because they're, they're one they're one art new artist away from being irrelevant. No matter how much money, nonetheless, you one new artist away from being irrelevant. All right, let me let me bring in Anthony from North Carolina here. Anthony, hi, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. How you doing? Um, I just want to speak about two things. The first thing is just black people in general, especially black people with large sum of sum of the money. Which is about uh, I heard somebody say, you know, black people don't come back and um you know, take care of their community once they're out, which is true because a lot of black millionaires, some billionaires, don't own any businesses. And when I mean my businesses, I mean corporations as far as bus, uh, you know, transportation-wise, anything. All we own is food and maybe a liquor store or a corner store. Black people with millions, they, they leave. That means they take from the community far as wealth, come back. We don't own our own homes, which could allow black people to get employment because we have the money to provide that employment for them. Okay, Anthony, I, 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 I want to stop you because we're, we're running out of time here and you're raising a lot of different issues. And I just want to okay. add, as a reporter here in terms of facts, there are counties in the United States where the black population is more economically successful than the whites, where they own homes, and the number of black men going to college, I think, is much higher than it's ever been in the past. Th- Maybe Dr. Watkins can help right me out there, with that. You just hit a nail on the head right there. More so are we focusing on the wrong thing? College, education. Education is the silver bullet. Education is the thing that's going to turn this around. If you choose to spend your time standing on a street corner, swilling malt liquor, engaging criminal activity, you're messing yourself up. You're making that choice. If you choose to spend the time on the books, going to school, bettering yourself, going to architecture school, law school, medical school. It's a hustle, too. It's a hustle, but you got two people. Malaysia and Stan, you got two people here who succeeded. Okay, okay, all right, Doctor Doctor Watkins, can you give us a nice little sum up here because we got to move on. Yeah, uh, I, I think it's a little naive to think that the choices are really that simple. I mean, when you're really a lot of these impoverished communities with kids are making life or death decisions, sometimes it's hard to focus on going to school when you're worried about a bully taking you out with an AK-47 on your way to class. And that's a reality for certain kids in certain communities. So we've got to be deeper if we're going to just yes. uh, if we're going to solve this problem. It's not just about simple choices. Some people have those choices. Let's remember that. No, and all, and also too when you when you add in a lot of other risk factors in terms of the economics of not knowing of housing in terms of food in terms of family structure and all of this in is terms true. of exactly. issues absolutely true but it can be overcome I, can I overcame it have AK-47. yeah but I, I don't I don't listen everybody's different though I'll just everybody's different point. but can overcame those obstacles yeah, listen a yeah. lot of it wasn't because of me growing yeah, up in Jamaica Queens I overcame those obstacles but okay, you can't but, expect 40 million people yeah, to overcome the obstacles yeah not a systematic problem we did we did you're going to have that kid who can come out of South Central and go to Harvard, but most kids cannot come yeah. out of South yeah. Central and go exactly. to Harvard. But they have to do what they can. Dr. Boyce, it's something I will agree with what you said, and this is what people don't appreciate, and this is what people from my neighborhoods and neighborhoods similar haven't really appreciated. America is a white, national 
nationalistic white supremacist experiment. It always was intended to be that way. You can do your history on how whiteness was created and the purpose of it and what this country was based upon. And we were the cogs of industrialism. Okay, but, but, but in 2015, what does that mean in 2015? It means 2015. Are we preaching negative things no, to, no, to our young no, no, people? No, what it means is we have to become self-empowered. We have to teach our own. We have to have mentoring, educational programs, tutoring yeah. programs. Yeah, we need you, neighborhood you know police. Personal responsibility. We need personal responsibility. We need to turn our backs to pop culture and these artists that we and are, there are so... And there are, there are many... Men and women of color, especially men who are doing that as well. No, we're I'm already saying, doing that. That's what we, that. that's that's what we need to focus. Maybe we need to focus on that. We, we need okay. to get Dr. Watkins, thank you. Thank you so much. Dr. You know? Boyce Watkins, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. We really appreciate it. Dr. Alicia. Boyce Watkins. Check him out at boycewatkins.com. Listen, and all your these rappers to me, honestly, when you look at Twitter feed, there's a bunch of washed up rich popular people who Hanif, beef what about, about that? nothing. I tell you what, police don't ever shoot rich people. Well, I don't know if that's true. Huh? <laughs> I, I don't see that, too. What about Pierre? Rich people get shot, poor people get shot. Wait, a lot wait, of people wait, wanna, when was the last time a rich person got I, shot I, by I'm the police? I'm not aware of too many wealthy that's people. Clownish. I'm not aware of it, but let's they face it. They get Garner, Sean Bell, I'm a new D. We can go out on the list. I want to know one rich person, a millionaire, been shot by the police. Those are individual incidences that are happening. Yeah, those are individual incidents. That's not happening every single day. They also don't shoot Jews in Williamsburg. If people have a problem with law enforcement, here's the thing. In the years I spent as a cop, I met a lot of good guys. I met a lot of guys that weren't so good Bad guys too, yes, right? I met some bad guys. I met some good guys. Nobody's perfect. Here's the thing. If you have a problem with law enforcement, there's only one thing for you to do. All right? Take the test. Get on. Oh, hell take no. the job. Because you can only change things from the inside. Hell and there are more. I disagree with that. And we're told, even, even though Attorney, here would agree even with though attorney Montgomery might disagree <laughs> no, with the <this> statistic, <laughs> we are told that the NYPD, just visually, because I'm out there in the streets mm-hmm. every day in all different neighborhoods in the city, is more diverse than it ever was Lisa, before. Can I say we look something? at the police officers. Yes, in one second. <laughs> and in terms of the police officers that were shot, we look at the two police officers who were assassinated. It's a law one is Asian, culture. One is Hispanic. But it's not color. And let me we, just, and I, and I want I want to just shout out everybody. Can I have to do this? Because I, I was you. out there all week in the Bronx. 180th Street and Webster Avenue. The two police officers who were shot and survived, uh, police officer Aliro Pellerano and officer Dossi, his partner, they were finished with their shift. They were at their locker. They heard the call from the corner store that there was a, the gunman was in there with his partner with a knife. They had people on the floor. They ran out. They answered the call. They got shot. Thank God they survived. And I just want to tell you, big shout out to everybody in that neighborhood that showed us so much love during this salute, week in the snow. Salute them. And, and also to those police officers because that community is still one of the is still battling with a lot of Yo, crime I, issues. And they need they need officers we, like that. We they need officers. officers. And I think we need to just recognize that. Some of the coolest officers I've met were in Brooklyn North and South Gangs. There were some bad apples as well. But what my point is, law enforcement historically in this country has been in a paramilitary stance when it comes to black and brown people. Because from the day of from the days of uh patty rollers and slave militias, black and brown were a problem. We are when you want apples, you go to an apple orchard. The when you want Want arrest? You go to black and brown. No, you're right. You're right. And this gets, this gets okay. We, I the just, culture of law enforcement. All right, we're just here. about out of time. I want to give the last word to Hanif 
about this because there is that was another topic that we've talked about on the show with the militarization of police and how the weaponry has advanced, but and, not necessarily the changed, consciousness though. and also the way of dealing with people hasn't changed with the times, kind of stuck in a time warp. But Hanif, can you give us a little final sum up? I want to speak for my generation. Um, I feel like a lot of people we have this idea that because you black, you can speak on it because you from the hood, you can speak on it. I live in the hood. I'm a young black man. These issues that are affecting us, police, affect us. Just because you look like us don't mean you're one of us. Just because you talk like us don't mean you're one of us. You don't dress like us. You ain't one of us. We don't know you on 144th Street. As far as artists, I want to stress, everybody has the creative license to say what they want. But if you want to concern yourself with the community, then don't make a whole bunch of coon records and then turn around and concern yourself with the community. The best thing we can do, rather than marching, rather than protesting, rather than rallying and saying, I hate the police, is work with the negative space. You listen to my music? I came from the streets. I done shot more people than any rapper that I know. I done been to the pit. I, did I wouldn't that. admit that if I were you. Well, I just did. <laughs> right. and it's on record, and it's already known because if you go to my neighborhood, it's fact. I wouldn't recommend. I wouldn't the, recommend but, admitting but, 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 that. As a criminal but, defense but, attorney, but he's the, advising <laughs> you to keep your mouth shut. But the point I'm almost out of time, so it's going to have that Fifth the, Amendment right. But the point I'm trying to make before I was interrupted is that work with the negative space. Just because you came from a neighborhood and you experienced negative things, there's other things going on. There's grandmothers, there's young people going to school. Not everybody is selling crack. Don't put our dirty laundry out there. Don't act like our neighborhood is the zoo when they get surprised when the police treat us like animals. All right. On that note, we're going to end. I want to, Hanif, I want to thank you very much for being thank with us. Thank you for us. having me. Uh, hip-hop artist at The Real Hanif, Sergeant Henry Marrero, active duty police sergeant in New Jersey, Pierre Bazile, criminal defense attorney, former NYPD officer, Ken Montgomery, criminal defense attorney, professor at Fordham University Law School, attorney for Bobby Schmurda. And uh, on the phone, we had Dr. Boyce Watkins with Syracuse University, BoyceWatkins.com. I want to thank all of you. Next week is... Uh, the, the King Holiday Weekend, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Holiday Weekend, and thanks to Skip Dillard and T.T. Torres, we are having a live Street Soldier show where we're going to be talking about what is your dream. Do you have a dream? What is your plan to change your life and the impact on it? We're looking for inspiring stories. If you're a high school student who is making moves, we want to hear from you. Hit me up, Lisa, at Hot97.com, or hit up Tone, my producer, Tone, the number four, real, at gmail.com, Tone, the number four, real at gmail.com and uh, if you have gone through something in your life you, and the dream is what a dream is what kept you going you have a dream for your community you have a dream for your career you have a dream for whatever's going on we want to hear from you because we, we really want to mix it up next week and have a, a great and inspiring show so hit me up Lisa at hot97.com or tone tone the number four real at gmail.com and I want to thank everyone here at Hot 97 our program director Skip Dillard music director T.T. Torres digital director Jeffrey Thacker our board op and digital assistant the one and only T.J. thank you so much T.J. for always holding us down executive producer uh, Tone Capone phone op Uh, it is Rose D and the one and only Amber Amber Ravenel today so follow me on Twitter at Lisa Evers Instagram Lisa Evers Live you can hear this show and previous Street Soldier shows free 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 that's free. AlisaEvers.com. <laughs> you can also check out my Fox 5 videos. I'll be on the Fox 5 News at 10 tonight during the week. And uh, you know the deal. You want to be part of the show, Lisa at Hot97.com. Have a great week, everybody. Remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. I'm Lisa Evers. Push for peace. How you want to mess with your dad, Ralph, this morning? Something with the fact that he would have to leave Suffolk and come out to Nassau. Hello. Dad, about a month ago, man, I got caught up in town with some bullshit, and they're at my job right now looking for me to pick me up. All right, the cops are there? Are you coming?
There is a spirit to New York unlike any other city in the world. And you're part of it. One of the people making it here that other people talk about. And what is it that makes you different? The desire to be the best, to get ahead in the greatest city on the planet. At Metropolitan College of New York, we understand that spirit. Our classes are fast-paced, real-world focused, and designed for people who understand a thing or two about spirit and would like to get their bachelor's in half the time or a master's in as little as a year. Days, evenings, weekends are online. Metropolitan College lets you put your spirit into advancing your career. Visit mcny.edu slash rsvp to secure your spot. Put your spirit into advancing your career with a degree from Metropolitan College of New York. Enroll now in Manhattan and the Bronx. Go to MCNY for immediate decision days and complete your registration in one stop. To learn more, call 1-800-33-THINK or visit mcny.edu. Do you have bad credit? Do you have a problem getting a car loan for any reason? Credit Solutions can help and you can apply right over the phone with one call to 800-479-4715 even if you're a first-time buyer. Call now. 800-479-4715. We have your credit solution, and you can choose from hundreds of vehicles. Drive one home today with just $68 down. Got $68? Want a new car? Call now. 800-479-4715. Get into a new car like a 2015 Hyundai with just $68 down, even if you're in a current lease or loan. Call 800-479-4715. Credit Solutions is a division of Hudson Hyundai in Drizzy City, featuring the Hyundai Assurance and America's Best Warranty, a 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. Call for pre-approval right over the phone. Call now 800-479-4715 hundreds of new and pre-owned cars and credit specialists are waiting call credit solutions now and turn your bad credit into a great newer used car deal 800-479-4715 or visit hudsonhyundai.com offer excludes taxes and mv severity of credit effects approval terms call dealer for details shopping for a car the best place to start is carmax.com at carmax.com you can compare features prices and more on thousands of high quality used cars and trucks in our nationwide inventory You can even transfer most cars to the store nearest you, a fee may apply. It's the easy way to see actual prices and tons of pictures and find the car that's perfect for you. Log on to CarMax.com and start shopping today. CarMax, the way car buying should be. This is a message from Home Affordable 123. Millions of homeowners are struggling to pay their mortgage and are facing foreclosure. Don't be a victim. Talk to professionals that want to keep you in your home. Call toll-free 844-458-1933 now, where there is never an upfront fee. The Home Affordable Modification Program was implemented by President Obama to help you stay in your home. Due to recent midterm elections, time may be running out. If you believe you're a victim of predatory lending, then call.